Everybody, welcome to the Lucky Underdogs podcast. This is the premiere, the inaugural episode. So on behalf of me and CJ and the people that believe network, we want to say thank y'all for tuning in. Absolutely. Thank you. A little you. bit thank about you. us. Yeah, man. You know, I'm I'm Devin Butler. I'm located in Los Angeles. Sunny as a mug, you know, can't go wrong with it. Absolutely. CJ Procise, man, down in Dallas, Texas, you know, where the sun always shining as well, man. Yeah, y'all got a little different sun, though. That, that Texas sun. Yeah, you know, it's a little heat, a little heat, a little heat, mm-hmm. you know. So to get us started, I just want to give y'all a little bit of background about what an underdog is and why we feel like we are qualified to be the Lucky Underdogs podcast. So when I came to Notre Dame in the summer of 2013, there was a crew a real tight-knit, strong crew of people. They was called Team Underdog, you know? When I got there, these were some of the older dudes, some of the guys that I looked up to, some guys that I had met during recruiting, some guys that I had just seen making plays on TV. I'm like, dude, these dudes, they they, they on to something. And uh, CJ was in that crew, but he got he got the boot, though, because he was a little bit industry, so they gave him the boot. He... You know, once he got that commercial, they was like, hold on, dude. Come on, come on. Your man. underdog on, card is remote. <laughs> but nah, CJ was an inaugural guy. I let him speak a little more on it. Yeah, man. The underdog crew, man. First and foremost, the underdog, every team does not win. You don't win a championship or you don't win any type of games without an underdog crew. Let me let me first and yeah. foremost say that. Because first of all, they're going to be, they gonna, they, they're the leaders that nobody see. Okay. Those are leaders mm-hmm. that the coaches mm-hmm. don't pick. Those are leaders that, you know, the team pick, but, you know, nobody, you know, they don't want to talk about that. You feel me? <laughs> they don't want to talk. Those are troublemakers right. of the team, you know, like, so usually the underdogs, the guys who like, you know, don't really get the opportunity, but they, you know, when they do, they might mess it up. And so they kind of get thrown into the doghouse. So those are underdogs, you know, the doghouse guys, but when they get, they get out there, they show up and they show out. And so and usually those guys thing. get the opportunity, you know, they, they take advantage. And so that's why we call it the underdogs, man, because they never really get that. They never really get that shot to shine. But when they do, they always take advantage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. CJ is a Hall of Fame team underdog guy right there. Mm-hmm. Hall of Fame. You know, NFL vet, Super Bowl ring. You, you don't get – that's – yeah. You gotta work That's your way out of it. Some, you gotta work. You gotta work your way out of it sometime, man. You gotta work your way out <laughs> yeah. of it, man, for sure. No doubt. Absolutely. No doubt, man. Yeah. So, Notre Dame is just wrapped up. I think their second scrimmage in uh, fall camp this mm-hmm. past Saturday, man. Been hearing some great things coming out of camp, Coach Freeman into his new year, bro. I got a lot of confidence in him this year. I'm not gonna lie. I think this is gonna be a real big statement year for Notre Dame. But before we get into all of that. Let's go back and talk about fall camp. I know I had some ups and downs Absolutely. at fall camp. I remember Absolutely. my first year. Where was that when we went to uh to Camp Shiloh? You remember Shiloh. when we went to that church? Shiloh. Oh my Man. gosh, bro. Shiloh, they had us living in cabins and showering with spider webs. And, yeah, man, I'm like, go ahead, what we, is this? We had to we had to stack the stack, stack the mattress pads up because them chunks was too too thin. People oh, backs was all oh, people thing. backs was all messed up going in going to practice the next day. Yeah, yeah man, that wasn't nah. that wasn't it, man. It wasn't it. Yeah, nah. That was that was uh yeah that was the toughest fall camp I've ever been in, in Absolutely. My, probably 
15 to 20 fall camps that Absolutely. I've been in my life. That was the worst, <laughs> worst one by far. Yeah, yeah. Not even close. <laughs> Not even close. Yeah, it got it got cooler when we got to uh, when we started going to in Culver. The, yeah, like, that was that was nice right there. Culver's I, like, you know, you know, even though we ain't got no AC, uh, you know, yeah. the, AC, the no AC yeah. would be tough. The the no snacks. I heard them boys now got like full meals, full meals. Yeah. I heard like yes. they getting Chick Fil A like every night for for snacks. Even on Sundays, man. Say on them boys getting Chick Fil A on, on Sundays. Boy, boy. <laughs> Our snack was uh, I think we had the little burritos. Man, they give us the bean burritos. Yeah. There wasn't even no chicken. Man. Just just I bean. We used to get the we used to get PB and J and some and some chips yeah, that's and it. the Gatorades. You feel me? That's it. Y'all get y'all better you better stack up on them Gatorades. See you in the morning. Yeah, you better stack up <laughs> on them Gatorades. I tell you that. <laughs> quick, quick, quick. Yeah. You already know those that have a whole. 24 packs sitting on the AC in a uh, in Duncan Hall, man. man. Stop playing. You know how it used to go, bro. I remember my first, yeah. I think my first fall camp, uh, you know, I was playing on defense, man. You know, playing safety. Mm-hmm. First day, you know, I'm out there, think I'm doing all right, playing pretty well. You know, don't think I'm doing my thing at safety. I come back next day, they're like, hey, CJ, we're gonna move you to linebacker. Next day is the first day of pads. First day. Say hello. First day. Hello. Guess who? First matchup, Troy Nicholas. If nobody who oh, yeah. everybody who knew nobody who knew Troy Nicholas is, man. Six, what, six five, six six, two eighty-five. Look like he man. Oh yeah. He man. Just straight like, nothing. Hello. Probably like three percent body fat. It was me and him. From a yeah, Sam linebacker. He drove me back about 30 yards. Coach looked at me like, "Don't ever let that happen again." I said, "Bro, I don't know. I don't even know. That I, don't, that. I don't even know what I was supposed to do." I was like, "I don't know what I was supposed that to that do, Coach." I don't know how. <laughs> I was like, "Coach, I don't know what you, you want me to do, Coach. I don't know what you want me to do, Coach." Man, listen. That's why that boy said, "I'm about to go catch the ball." And I was like, "Hey, listen, let me put me, <laughs> me back there. Let me just go run up, make some, make some people miss." And that was all she wrote from there, man. Mm-mm-mm. So let me ask you this: They've been doing this thing uh, with camp this year in preparation for going to Dublin and playing on that natural grass, they've been practicing at a high school in South Bend. Mm-hmm. I don't know logistically how that worked out, but I can only imagine that that probably just turned the whole city up. I mean, can you imagine Notre Dame football team coming to practice on your field? And mind you, that high school team is probably having practiced themselves. Mm-hmm. Themselves, they probably, you know what I'm saying? They was watching film and, now being able to see a college practice, I know for a lot of those young guys, man, in high school, they've never been able to witness that. You know, being able to see the the level of urgency and the way and the attention to detail that people have on the college level, just leaps and bounds beyond what most high schoolers even can even experience, especially putting on the field. So I know being able to see that is a treat for the city, for that team, and. Um, yeah, I think that's a really great thing that uh, Coach Freeman had them doing, being able to keep them boys close to the city and giving back to the city and being more tangible for the city. Uh, I think that's a great thing. No, absolutely, man. I think, you know, especially South Bend, especially, bro, you know, that area, mm-hmm. um, Notre Dame, I mean, you don't really have, I mean, obviously you got the Bears like a couple hours away, but Notre Dame, that's, you know, that, that's their bread and butter. That's their, you know, that's their life. Indiana, that's kind of their, that's their team. So, um you know that for that city, for the you know to be practicing in a high school in that city, uh, you know you know them yeah. them kids is loving that, the whole fan base is loving that because 
man, you just, just to see the faces of the guys on the team, like around South Bend, is 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 just so enlightening for the for the fans. Because we, even when we was there, we it wasn't really much of that. We had one what one event a year. We went to the a Christmas event. Yeah. We went to the you know Kroger or something like, and that was the only mm-hmm. thing we did. You know, so as far as um, that was just like as a team. So just you know being around the the fans, yeah. seeing the people, you know, that's really cheering you on. It really it really cares for you that, about your best interests, like about you winning and mm-hmm. everything. That's that's really that's really great for the whole city. No, definitely, definitely. Morale, the so team, too, and everything, man, man for sure. Mm-hmm. Do you think it's really necessary though to practice on real grass though? Absolutely. Before you go play on grass. Absolutely. Honestly, necessary? I think yeah. I think you should only practice on real grass. I don't think you should ever practice oh. on turf. Yes, I don't think you should ever practice on turf, ever. Uh, I don't, I don't know, man. I feel like Turk is Ever. really turk. Uh, How often are you? Not, I mean, I, I guess once you get to the higher levels, you know, there's a lot of uh, 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 grass on a lot of those pro mm-hmm. stadiums and stuff like that, man. But I think they just need to go ahead and put everything turf, bro. No, for sure. but I, I'm, 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 I'm with like games and everything being turf. But I think mm-hmm. practice because you're on it so much, like it's such you know, you're so much pounding on the you know on the turf is so much pounding on that concrete you know over and over over and over again so you know games obviously you know you, it's, it's best just for conditions wise like you know like yeah. especially notre dame but like our grass field was the worst were you there when we had a grass bro. field oh yeah yeah remember it was that the worst that used to yeah, be right bro. there it, on our sideline like it was like 30 yards a straight month october october it just yeah. formed but listen grass yeah. practicing on grass I see a ticket right there. Ticket, but right. ticket, okay. ticket. But hey, man, listen. Uh, maybe, maybe. When I played in the CFL, though, there was all turf. No grass fields. It was Damn. all turf. All Damn. turf. Yeah. I think the all, yeah. But we did play in the negative 20 degree turf field. That joint felt like concrete. For real. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah, no doubt. No doubt about it, man. Man, so fall camp, they've been practicing in the city. It's been good though. I've been I've been reading a lot of reports. I've been watching some of the videos, and everybody's been raving about the defense, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, and I feel like that's something that we've come to expect with any Notre Dame team. That front four is going to be some monsters. Like, so it's going to be, be some, solid, dogs some dogs out there, it's man. Gonna some dogs. It's going to be some dogs on that front four, and in that front seven, you know, you got some real experienced guys on that yeah. defense. Right, like, that is the shining spot of this Notre Dame team. What are we, who is Sam Hartman going to be throwing the ball to, man? Listen, first of all, before we come off the defense, man, I ain't ever going <laughs> to say, I got to say, I got to, I got to say this, man. I ain't never been excited about our corners. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, Dev. I know you use a corner. Never? Listen. Never? I'm sorry, bro. Hey, listen. I, I, I'm just saying, no. I'm saying, <laughs> I, I feel like the, the, the guys we got in the room now are like, those are the guys that we can they actually that have the chance to compete the highest level yeah. Bama's, georgia's clemson's those are the guys that you know we needed in those in those kind of moments um i'm not saying that sure. we couldn't have done it before but i'm saying these are the guys who are really like that to lock things down okay. on the outside and so that's yeah, before that, that i had to uh, yes uh was it hart was a uh, cam yeah, hart cam, and the, yeah cam hart Morrison. Is this so another, ben Ben yeah. got a special place in my heart, man. His, uh, his older brother, his older brother Sammy, he went to my high school. He was actually my backup. He was a 
a sophomore when I was a senior mm-hmm. in high school. So I remember Ben running around my high school games just like little kid, yeah. man, big old head. Right. So I was like, oh yeah, he's gonna be tall. He's gonna be tall. And, and their, their <laughs> father played in the NFL too. Yeah. So they got a, a great pedigree. His older right. brother ended up playing at uh, Arizona. So, you know, he's come from a pedigree. Right. All corners at that too. Not even just football players, all his mm, family. Yeah, corners. so he already know. Yeah, he he just yeah, got the yeah, he just got yeah. the M. You had it was yeah, somebody yeah. else. He need to change else? his jersey number though. He need to change his jersey number. Nah, number, bro. That twenty. Nah, you you see that? That? He need it. He that twenty. Need it. That twelve. Hey, Charlie, that twenty. You got that, that twenty. That mean you got you got it in you, bro. When they give you that twenty at Indy, that mean they they, they they see something in you. They see some a real okay. bright spot in you, bro. That's that's what I, that's what that twenty's for at Indy. But uh, I dig that. No, nah, but uh, offense, man. Listen, God. man. You know receivers. You know it. Like. You know, I feel like it's kind of that year, like I want to say my sophomore sophomore year, where it was, you know, Will was kind of a freshman. I want to say Will was a freshman. Corey, mm-hmm. Corey Robinson, Will, Will Fuller, everybody, let me make sure. Yeah. Will Fuller was a freshman. Uh, Corey Robinson was a freshman. You know, Chris Brown, sophomore. Uh, Tory Hunter was a freshman. So we had a lot of young guys. Amir Carlisle was a junior. Um, who got the chance to prove themselves? Yeah, we had a lot of young guys who had a chance to prove themselves, um, and I think which was great. Uh, got that, got out there, got some experience, and um, and really got the, got a chance to shine. Um, and then the next year, it was even you know we kind of just took off from there. And so I think this is kind of I think this is kind of setting up to be that kind of the same same environment because you know especially because they got a, a you know a veteran quarterback. You know we had Ev coming in. Um, so we kind of knew, like, you know, we had a good guy, quarterback. And so we, you know, we we just knew all we had to do was go out there and catch the ball and make plays. And so I think this is kind of where those guys are at. You know, you got a great O-line, great running backs, you know, solid quarterback coming in. Um, we'll talk about him a little bit, you know. But, uh, you know, obviously, you know, for the receivers, you know, they know that they got to step up. Um, there's not – they don't have Michael Meyer, you know, Meyer no more. So – you know, there's not a tight end that you can be like, ah, we're gonna get the ball to them more. So it's 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 gonna be on Jaden Thomas, it's gonna be on Chris Tyree, it's gonna be on uh, Tobias Merriweather. Um, where's yeah. the other guy? T- uh, Colsey, it's gonna be on him too. Yeah, you know, them, Dion, uh, I, Dion I've been Colsey, hearing yeah. some good things about him during camp. Yeah, so it's dude, gonna be on all them guys. Like a, a <clears> oh yeah, bro. for like, sure. They got some size out there. Yeah. They got some speed. That's and the potential is definitely there. You speed. know, potential is there. You know, it's all about. And it's it's a lot it's a lot on the coaching staff too to get them getting the guys in the positions to you know to yeah. be successful. Um, you know maybe you know especially with you know guys like Tyree. You know he's a he's a running back kind of guy. So you know you're not gonna want to throw him the ball deep down the field. You know give him some quick bubbles, jet sweeps, quick stuff over the middle so he can get up to speed fat up to speed quick. Now he's he now he's making one on one moves that versus the safeties exactly. Now he's open field versus safeties linebackers easy moves for easy wins, or you yeah. got a guy like Jaden Thomas to make sure you're getting him the ball possession stuff. You know not same thing like you know he's he's a possession guy, you know and he's also a big body guy. He's gonna catch the ball and, and over people. So I mean, I think we just gotta make sure we're getting the guys in the right space to make the right plays. So. Definitely, definitely. And when you speak on coaching, I think that's something. That uh, Notre Dame has definitely took a great strides forward in in the few in the last couple of years. You know, I would say that Freeman era is definitely going to be something great to behold. Like, Absolutely, listening to him talk and listening to all the stories that I hear from former players that have finally got to meet him. I can't wait to meet him mm-hmm. this year when I come up to a game. But I've heard nothing but 
raving reviews. I mean, I watched his press conference the other day, super professional, but he's also got a, a swagger and some fun to him, you know, in the way that he talks about the game and the way that he talks to and about the guys. You can just tell there's a genuine love there and uh, it's a respect there too. It's a respect as a man mm-hmm. also. You can tell that he's looking at these guys and he's not looking at them as, oh, you're just, you're my young player. Like, no, you're, you're a young man and you're going to do great things because I'm going to push you there. Right. And um, to me, like, that's the te- the greatest testament of a man and the greatest testament of a coach is, you know, what are you going to do for your players beyond what they can think and see for themselves? Um, I would say one of my favorite coaches, though, that, they, that he has on the staff, I like Stucky, man. Just hearing the way that he talks ball mm-hmm. and the way that he talks to and about those receivers, yo. Like, and he's a name that anybody in football has probably heard, especially if you was getting recruited in the late 2010s, early. Yeah. Like, you heard um, uh, Coach Stucky. Like, you didn't have him in your Facebook mentions or <laughs> right. something. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> he's one of those guys. Like, he's a real dude who, yeah, he's coming to talk to you. If yeah. You, yeah. If you know what's up. So, I'm, I think that uh, the wide receiver group is in great hands. Like you said, they got a lot of potential. And, um, yeah, like you were saying, they're a group that has a lot of pressure on them. But I think that this could definitely be a year where that pressure can make a couple of diamonds. Right. Rough, you man. know, like, sure. you know, and you know, just like I said, man, I'm like, I'm, I ain't afraid to challenge them guys. Like, man, y- y'all need to step man. up to the plate because we count on y'all. We got it. We got an O-line, got running backs. Y'all got to catch the ball. Like, that's it. You know, plain mm-hmm. and simple. Um, but, I mean, I know they're going to, they're going to, you know, they're going to come yeah, to the, they you know, they're going to they're gonna definitely step it up and do their thing. So, uh, it's a lot of good guys in that room. So now we got to talk about the guy. One of the key transfers of this year, Sam Hartman, the Notre Dame, man. I mean, what, the most 300-yard passing games in ACC history. Mm-hmm. One of, if not the most touchdown passes in ACC history, like, yeah, I don't know no, all his stats, but it's a lot time, of it's a lot of stats. I can yeah, tell you that. A lot of stats. People will so, tell you, like, he's an all-time college quarterback. You yeah. know, like he's one of those guys. Like it's stamped. So I'm excited to see what he's gonna do. Um, almost 80 touchdowns in the last two years. The one thing that I will say, you know, and it's it's part of the game. Everybody throws interceptions, you know. Right. But he had around 25 picks in the last two years. You know, I think Notre Dame, but hearing Coach Freeman talk to uh, in his uh, press conference, hearing how they have a real emphasis on not turning the ball over, which, right. you know, that's always the emphasis yeah, in any absolutely. ball camp. But, yeah, I think that uh, <laughs> that's definitely going to be the key for Notre Dame's offense and for, for Sam Hartman this year. Yeah. It's limited those turnovers for sure. I mean, you know, I think, you know, with the whole – always with the graduate stuff and you obviously you going to notice firsthand most more than me for <laughs> sure is that leash is real tight um you know it ain't it ain't it ain't much there so uh you know i, I don't think you know he all them picks you know it ain't gonna be i mean obviously i mean we don't have a you know obviously we don't have a guy that's you know back there waiting waiting to take his spot but you know there's always somebody there mm-hmm. so even even if he, he thinks he can go out there with all these picks and you know, just think it's going to be all good. And, you know, man, just because, you know, our receivers aren't experienced, you know, they're not catching the ball, this and that. I I, I still feel like, you know, um, you know, it's, it's still, he's Notre Dame, man, you know, and, and it's yeah. a lot of hype. It's a lot of hype behind him right now. Um, 
you know, obviously it should be because he's a great quarterback. I've seen him play. He's a he's a great player. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, but he's also stepping that, into yeah. a lot of a big some big shoes. Um, and I think he'll I honestly. I mean, I think they're going to struggle at first. He is. Um, I think the run game is going to be the where we're going to kind of rely on at first, I, uh, and then um, mm-hmm. and then we'll kind of let him ease into like you know what his uh his strengths are. And um, yeah. and then you kind of go from there. But uh, I definitely think at first it's going to be a little struggle just to kind of figure out the the real flow of the offense. Um, and then, but then I think the running game is going to just kind of be our our backbone for sure uh, behind Estime and the other Jaden Price and uh, you know Love, all those guys in the in the backfield. So mm-hmm. I think that's going to be our strength. And then we kind of use Hartman, you know, let him ease into it. Don't you know? Don't give him too much where. You know, obviously his receivers aren't too experienced, so you can't, you know, don't give him too much, whereas he just kind of have to throw the ball all the time. So, man, you know, I'm, I'm excited, but, you know, I'm still got that doubt yeah, in my mind. I still got that doubt for yeah, sure. It'll, it'll be very telling, you know, and yeah. I think this season is going to be very interesting seeing how we're playing Ohio State the fourth game of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, normally, whenever Notre Dame plays them big games, that's normally week one, week two action, you know, what yeah. I mean? before people get to really scout us and before people get to get in their game plan, you know. So I think this going this plan in week four is going to present some interesting, interesting uh, questions, and it's going to answer a lot of those questions for us. Those early, it's going to be that first early season test. Yeah. So we're not going to be able to to if you know when you lose in week one, you can kind of shoot that off and be like, oh, mm-hmm. well, we weren't all the way in, in our stride. We didn't know our team yet. But week four, though, oh, yeah, baby, we got to know what's going on. Yeah. So I think that's going to be a real testament. And I, I got a lot of faith in uh, in Notre Dame, man. I think this is definitely going to be the year. We're going to the championship, man. Hey, I man, said, hey, you listen, uh, I, I think I think we got the pieces, man. Uh, I, you know, I definitely mm-hmm. think, you know, the pieces are there. At fourth game, I'm honestly really happy with playing Ohio State that fourth game because, like I said, just yeah. just like I said just now, we're gonna struggle. I feel like we are gonna struggle a little bit on offense for sure, but but at fourth game, I think we might have a little we have it clicking, and you know, yeah. and I think that'd be a great thing. But uh, just as far as you know, getting to that fourth game, man, that's that's always that's always key, man. You know, especially playing Navy Navy so early, first on, um, we know how those Navy games can be. Um, they can got to get out of there. You got to get out of healthy. That's, that's, the, that's, that's, that's the main the thing. And that's like, you know, that's a lot of people like, you know, a lot of people kind of don't even really think about that side of the game because we lose mm-hmm. like in every year, man, we play Navy. Like I think one year we played army. I think we played Navy and air force back to back. And we lost we, like, oh, yeah. we lost like 10 guys, you yeah, know, we lost like 10 guys. And you year. don't even, you don't even yeah. realize like that, that. That takes a big toll on the team. Just that, that triple option and those, all those cut blocks, um, on those big guys in the in the, in the interior, so um, just staying healthy is going to be a main thing, especially against the Ohio State game, and uh, especially at corner, um, you know Cam Hart, um, especially you know he needs to he needs to be a guy who needs to be on the field because he's been off the field a lot, um, and that's a guy we need on the field, especially in, the, in that game Ohio State because those receivers are tough, man. Not not just yeah, the number one. They said it was because the number one is the toughest. All of them, but the, even the number <laughs> yeah, two the is going to be ball. tough. Yeah, number one is a, yeah, yeah, yeah. A, a league top five. Okay, so we need everybody for sure. Oh yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be a test, man, and it's gonna be yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be some good ball play on that dead day. Like absolutely, I, I think I'm gonna be there. I think now, I'm, I'm, be I'm pulling. There. I'm definitely. Gonna, I think I'm gonna have to pull yeah, up. Give me a ticket. I heard that the. I'm, yeah. I'm looking at the prices from for me and my fam to go. 
Um, I think I might be going alone. Thank y'all for tuning in. We'll be back to preview Navy versus Notre Dame next week. Thank y'all for y'all time and go Irish as go always, Irish. baby. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.